Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Bye-bye. Tripping. I'm out of here anyway. Peace out. Super fun, fast two hours here on the Lawrence Holmes Show on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score. Thank you to James Fegan talking about the White Sox. Thank you to Bill Wennington talking about the Chicago Bulls. Lawrence will be back in this seat tomorrow, noon to two here on the score. And before we do transition, I just want to mention this text message that I meant to mention before. It says... Grody, you have abandoned us overnight, people. You have been voted bum of the week. R.I.P. less. Ouch. I am bum of the week because I've abandoned the overnights. I have I have surfaced during the sunshine to fill in for Lawrence Holmes, and the rest of the week I will be filling in for Danny Parkins, and then I'll be back. I'll be back on the overnights next Tuesday. So my people, my overnight people, I shall return. But it is now time for the Parkins and Spiegel show today featuring Matt Spiegel and Gabe Ramirez. Gentlemen, how are we? You've abandoned your overnight yeah. audience. You know how important the overnight people they already have self-esteem issues. I know. <laughs> they're overnight people. I know. Well, they think and then that... You, then you abandon them. Like, I've big-timed them. I, I, I've abandoned yeah. my child. <laughs> exactly. I've abandoned exactly. my boy. My boy. Oh. Uh, yeah, they do have self-esteem issues. I've been there, man. <laughs> I've been there, too. Oh. I'm a part of that crew. That's why I'm saying it. We've all had experience doing it. <laughs> yes. yes. They well, need help getting through the night. I understand. They're, I, I, Whatever I have, gets you through the night. I You've been that guy. A, a lot of people appreciate radio because it is it is such a personal medium, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so they, they need it. They look forward to it. It is like that more so than any day part on the overnights because of the uniqueness of it, uh, just having local radio and fe- feeling like nothing is normal during the overnight. So when they hear local Chicago sports talk, oh, yeah, man. there's a normalcy that one can feel. And I do. I actually, I totally understand that they feel they've been abandoned, but I'll be back. Well, let's look at the emotions that the Chicago sports fan is dealing uh, with. Already, we're going just right in Well, there. you two both need to I explain know. the positivity you both had going into these two games. Spiegel predicting that they what? would win the series. Gabe Ramirez always being so positive, taking the fan standpoint. How dare both of you explain yourselves? I personally am embarrassed. 
I, I am I, embarrassed personally. I bet you are. I, I admit that I let my feelings uh-huh. get the best of me. I, I I was excited by what I saw from the Bulls. I have an Alex Caruso affection as a basketball player, and I saw him taking a leadership role, helping Billy Donovan. He's dreamy. I yeah, and <laughs> he's basketball, basketball dreamy. dreamy thank and you. he was starting to show me like point guard Rajon Rondo vibes, mm. dreamy because he was playing point as well as doing, everything doing else. Doing the binoculars with his eyes. Yes. That's my, yeah, I, I Donovan it. deferring to him in the post game locker room. I let my feelings get the best of me. I know better. It's a series. The counterpunch came, and it came, yes, from the players, but more than anything, it came from Coach Bud. Budenholzer, they double-teamed DeMar and made him give it up. And then they packed the lane and stopped the ball, and whether it was Zach or Caruso or whoever, they had no offensive flow whatsoever. DeMar had to give it up. And once they realized, the Bulls did anyway, that they had no offensive flow – it degenerated into hero ball with guys who aren't good enough to play hero ball. And then they lost everything else. They, <laughs> they got discouraged and lost their energy. So they, they lost it on defense. They lost, it, uh, it, they lost their spirit. They lost freaking everything because of a counter move by the coach that Billy never countered all weekend long. It hurt to see DeMar being forced to his left having a Bucks defender on his right elbow each and every time he tried to go up for that jump shot, that mid-range jump shot. It did hurt. But you just thought, it was almost like back in the day when you thought the Bulls would come back no matter what. You just had that in your heart of hearts. I'm speaking to the positivity aspect of it, Mark, because that's what you asked. In your heart of hearts, you're just like, okay, well, they're going to go on a run or they're going to start playing defense. And then you're right. I think the way you just described it, Speaks, was it was just dejecting. Like you, you were watching that game and you're like, no, this isn't the same team I watched throughout the season. It was the same team we watched for part of the second half, the of, second the half of the season. It was a, it was a team that we watched get down by like fifteen in the first quarter multiple times in the last month, and then just fold, just absolutely fold. But I thought that team went away after watching those first two games in Milwaukee. I was like, all right, here we are. This is that first half team. This is that that preseason team that well, that, that, re- that been there the whole time re- until then. It reminded you of the Bulls. From a couple of years ago, they just couldn't score in the first quarter. They were immediately down by 10 to 15 points because they just couldn't get buckets because they were being forced to watch Zach Levine take over the game. That's what you saw from the Bulls in the last couple of years. It also reminded me of the Bulls against teams with records above 500 every single game <laughs> this this <laughs> year, not true. just in this series against Milwaukee. And one of the typical things, one of the, the, the That's why the I'm par- embarrassed. Mark. One of the parts that angered me most about the game is is the third quarter where they go on the 17-3 run, they cut the deficit to eight, and then immediately. Immediately, Giannis Antetokounmpo with a couple of baskets. I think it was that guy Grayson Allen makes a three, and all of a sudden Milwaukee is on its own nine zero run, and it's back up to fifteen. And that was the ball game. Well, that, then you're dejected more than ever absolutely. at that point. Well, that's the other thing is that you know Giannis is the, is the greatest player on the planet right now. He's just he's an unstoppable force, and when he absolutely just decided he was going to take over, he was able to do that anytime that he wanted to. So yeah. I should have known better. A lot of people were there with me in Bulls could win the series land. Maybe I was alone in Bulls will win the series yeah, land. I was, I was say. in Bulls, Bulls win two land. I was like, we're going to steal one and then our just will somehow, some way sneak out another win. But to your point, you know, in the second half, we're depending on something that we don't do well. Three-point shooting. The run that you two were just talking about, we were three for seven in that run. To yeah. start off the third quarter. With Io. Yeah, with Io, Io smack Will, Pat Will. 
We, I mean, we, and you know that's not real. You know that's not sustainable. That's my point. We yeah. are depending on something that we don't do well. Well, and DeMar DeRozan, God, he's not even come close on three-pointers. He's 0 for 5, and he's the guy <laughs> that teams are just starting to leave, or the Bucks leaving him open in the corner. Go ahead, take that three well, you and need, miss it badly. You need the right supporting cast. You kind of need a supporting cast around DeMar that's sort of like what you'd have around a center. You know what I mean? Like you need shooters all as around the double. court. Soon as yes. soon as they double, I I you know either they don't double and then he will go and do his thing. But as soon as they double, pass, swing, swing, and you need shooters. So, Bulls have some work to do uh, in the big picture. We'll, that we'll get into. But right there, that's Gabe Ramirez, mm-hmm. who is a uh, a Bulls postseason post game host. Right here, I did one on post- Did you really? Long time. One. <laughs> long, long time. Oh, Bulls the only one I've done was yesterday. Because Campy, because Camp is on some weird journey to Charlotte. Right? I was. Yeah. I was the G leaguer that they pulled up, you know. <laughs> He's the Devin Donson. Yeah, Devin of Donson, Bull, exactly. Of Bulls post-game the local hosts. guy. He lived close by. Sure, no problem. Come over here. Do this on BBM hey, HD, man. HD3. Guys have gotten jobs over weirder circumstances hey, than it. that. Marquis, Marquis needed somebody during the pandemic. They're like, who's... Who lives close? Oh, Sean Marshall lives up, up on the North <laughs> yeah. Shore. It's yeah. true. And then he started coming down like, oh, he's really good. All right, good. We got Sean Marshall. All Cam right, Maven doing some post game now for the, for the Cubs. I saw yes. Cam Maven. Heard him in the booth. Weekend. I had no idea. Like, it's always funny when the guys come out that you're like, I had no idea he wanted to be in Broadway. I mean, he's really good. Yeah, you can tell. Good. He's got the personality. He's gregarious. He's got all, he's got all the tools. But uh, I do like the way they just keep kind of adding guys at Marquee. Uh, all right. Yeah. So the feelings of the uh, Chicago sports fan you've got Bulls embarrassment. You've got White Sox frustration. Is it just frustration? I don't know. I think there's a harsher word than that. I mean, I think there was raging anger. Seething rage. Yeah. So much for the positivity today, guys. No, it's not going to happen. It's impossible on a day like today, Gabe. Even you will not be able to. Your positivity will be countered very hard today. I don't know, but I'm a positive guy, too. So, like, this is the process of the day is that we need to, like, deal with these feelings, deal with these realities, and come out the other side, like, ready to greet tomorrow. <laughs> so <laughs> you know how, I mean? how, then, do you guys deal with Byron Buxton facing Liam Hendricks with a, the base open and then a 3-1 fastball to Buxton and he hits it 467 feet? Well, I put him on first base. Okay. Is what I do. It's a positive answer. As, as, especially as soon as you're behind in the count, you go ahead. and right. soon once as, the wild pitch happens. Yeah. When, once a wild pitch happens and the free base uh, presents itself and your game-winning run is already over there at second, go ahead and set yourself up for a force at any base, a possible double play to get out of the inning, and um, and, and also don't face that guy who is, by wins above replacement, the best player in baseball. Like he's and, and even if you don't want to go by that, he is one of the most fearsome hitters in baseball, just homered in his last at bat. My what mom's you, a jeweler. My mom's a jeweler. Yeah. And he has a fantastic right earring. Did you see that red ruby he had in his ear? No. That was scaring me. That's Sick. the reason why I didn't want to pitch to him either. You're looking at the guy. He got too much swag. All <laughs> the jewelry and all the stuff. <laughs> all of it. I mean, come on. That's by a, the way, by the a, way I, I, go ahead, speak. That's the number two pick of the draft from 2012, who has oh, always, yeah. always been one of the most talented humans alive. And when he is healthy, he is one of the best ball players in baseball. You, you mentioned war. Quick stop here for a trivia question Ooh, for you guys. Love this. Who, right. wh- which National League pitcher? Has the highest wins above relation uh, re- relationship? Uh, yeah, above relationships. Well, it depends. how many Rodon. times were they married? Six times. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, current National yes, League player. Yes, right now. Did he just give it to you? What did he say? I said Carlos Rodon. Nope. Oh, okay. 
What? I thought you were throwing salt on my he plays, wound. He plays for the Chicago Cubs. Keegan Thompson? Yes. Oh, wow. Keegan yeah. Thompson, a 1.2. That's crazy. I know. I know. He's been really good. Something. He's been really good. You know what? Multiple <laughs> games. Multi- yeah. Multiple games. Completely and utterly dominant. Yeah. And it, Well, that's interesting that it, it tells you something about the, the math, right? Is that it, it really does... It values the multi-inning reliever. It's early. That's a good role. Right. No, that's a good role. That's mm-hmm. an important role, and he's been completely and utterly dominant. I'm very sorry to ruin the anger we had going there, but, you know, I'm <laughs> I just, love it. I'm just taking things off the chart here one by one. I like it. Yeah, what else? I, I, see, this is, I, I always feel for Mark Grody. He's got the big play chart <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah, and I don't use any of it until the end. No. I, I typically like use it in transition. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's, he's Andy Reid wearing a Motorola headset. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I do have positivity on the White Sox, I think, kind of, Lucas Giolito, who yesterday, although it was kind of a cumbersome four innings, he got himself in and out of a lot of jams. He still did, in his first game back, did strike out nine, walk three, and it feels like Lucas Giolito's back. Yeah, no, he looked really good. Yeah. He, he looked really good. He was throwing high change-ups with confidence, which I always love to see. As well as the high fastball, he struck out people with the slider. No, I thought he looked. I thought he looked phenomenal, and that is really good news. the The, the calendar is really good news. The the division um, being one that appears that, like a bunch of teams are going to beat up on each other is 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 for the most part good news. I mean, there's like there, there's some contenders, there's some teams are going to have to deal with, but nobody's going to run away and hide in this division. So you, White Sox have plenty of time to get things right. That's some positivity after a seven game losing streak, right there. Say you were looking for that. Say? I mean, that right there. <laughs> After being, you would never have thought in a million years the White Sox just lost a seventh game on a walk off home run. I gave you well, after being up. <laughs> that's the thing is that there were a. I liked a couple of the moves that Tony Larusa made in that game yesterday. One of those was letting Lucas Giolito go out there for the fourth inning. I did not think that that was going to happen, but because before the game he said that he was going to let him go sixty something pitches, and he ended up going seventy six pitches. I also liked. The Kendall Graveman eighth inning, where he was in a a absolute mess, some mm-hmm. on his own account with the throwing error, and Tony Larusa at that point goes out there to strategize. wasn't taking He didn't have anybody warming up. He wasn't taking him out of the game, but he goes out there and says, "Watch for the safety squeeze," and that's what was going on with Minnesota. So that's the ironic part from my standpoint is that I thought Tony was having a good game up until he did not have a good game. I, I hear you. Uh, I, I understand. You don't agree with me at all. Uh, no, I, I agree with you on on the Graveman thing. That's that's a nice point. And Graveman is, you know, there was there was nowhere else to go uh, at that point. And Graveman is a very good relief pitcher. He's been good. Fastball moves like crazy, and he was gonna gonna stay out there. I just think Tony's had a lot of bad games, man. Oh yeah, he's had a lot of bad moments, a lot of bad games. recently in this in this seven a lot of this seven game losing streak. Yeah. Dare I say is because of the manager. I mean, we've yeah. only played fifteen. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So most of the losses this year are because of the manager. Well, but it's and it's not all on him at all. It's but it, it's also just not all on the injuries. They. It's not all on the defense, which is the worst in baseball. It's not all on the offense, which has scored, I think, 21 runs in 10 games, which is brutal. It's not all on Liam Hendricks. Uh, nope, not all on Liam Hendricks. Any, or, you know, tenth inning performance there. That's a lot of things we've just mentioned that it's not all on, though. Liam Hendricks is always in trouble. But yeah, I was talking about that earlier with James Fegan. When, when you are playing in close games where you're not scoring a lot of runs, the games become manager games and bullpen games. And mm-hmm. those two obviously go together the bullpen has not crashed 
hard. Obviously, they did yesterday, and Aaron Bummer is guilty as yeah. well. He's get he's gotten a free pass so far today, but he also gives up a two run homer, game tying two run homer in that game. But yeah, when you have close games, man, it is really they do become manager games. Well, that team is miserable right now. Some of the quotes that have come out of that clubhouse uh, over the past few days just absolutely freaking miserable. Oh yeah, and and obviously they're playing like it, and some of their fans are miserable as well. We'll talk about. Um, the effect of a manager on sort of the culture of the fan base, mm. because that we've seen that happen with pluses and with minuses in Chicago history. We'll talk about that along the way. We, of course, are going to talk plenty of bulls along the way. Did you know that I am working with a postseason, postgame host for the <laughs> yeah, Chicago Bulls? Yeah, I just bulls? learned that. It's hot stuff. Man. Part of yeah. my salary comes from Spiegel, so that's why he's so <laughs> cognizant. <laughs> yeah. I was going to do my top five uh, favorite Gabes of all time, but it's actually pretty thin. Really? Like okay. All the, all the Gabes in history. Gabe Kaplan? Kaplan, Ka- Kaplan and Kapler. Th- they, those would both make it. Yeah. I, are, I, they you have know what to. I mean? Yeah. yeah. They, they'd have to. So yeah, Gabe Kaplan, Gabe Kapler, Gabe Karimi, oh, former yeah. Bears oh, yeah. lineman. Okay. Sure. I, sure. Once, I once did a parody song for Gabe Karimi to uh, Billy Ocean's Caribbean Queen. <laughs> Gabe Karimi! <laughs> Coming up in the 4 o'clock hour, Mark uh, Brody. Yeah, good, good. I'm all ears. But uh, to me, Chicago Gabe, Gabe Ramirez is number one in my uh, Gabe rankings. Uh, amen. He's I, risen. He's I, risen to number one. Because he hosted a postgame show. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Gabe Karimi never did that. His name used to be Chicago Grody, and that's where I got my. <laughs> that's where I got the idea from, but then he became an adult and changed well, I'm Mark, Mark Grody Sports. Grody. I don't know if you know sports. that about me, Gabe. I'm the sports guy at the sports radio station. <laughs> can you, you know, can you change those things? Yeah. Some of them, right? What? Yeah. I'm Matt Spiegel 670. What happens if I ever leave 670? No, that's true. That's yeah, yeah. That's uh-huh. why Grody went more, you know, vague with sports. Yeah, right. smart. Yeah, it's pretty vague. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I remember years ago when Jason Goff all of a sudden was Jason One Goff instead oh, of, instead of so Jason, Jason Goff 670. I was yeah. like, oh, hmm, interesting. <laughs> right, uh, right. Precursor. Yeah, he knew something. Wait I a minute. Wait a minute. I, I don't want you guys to go yet because Spiegel, you Yo. teased me about something. You said to me when we walked in. Here and said that. Do you know who we have on on oh, Wednesday? Yeah. Oh, can you yeah. reveal that to me or I no? Can. Okay, I can, I can reveal that. Okay, to you. I will reveal it to the audience right here. Okay. I, did, I, I did mention it briefly on Hit and Run yesterday morning because I couldn't help myself. Um, I think my lead on Wednesday at three o'clock is going to be. Welcome to the show. I have hated you for thirty years. How you doing? As uh, Joe West, the former, oh! no way, the former major league umpire, oh Joe my West, God, will be joining us. You and me, Mark Grody, oh, on Wednesday at three o'clock. That is wonderful. Will Hawk Harrelson be joining us right. on line three that day? <laughs> Let me tell you about Joe West. Yeah, right. We've talked about that. As a matter of fact, that is Trying fantastic. To find Hawk, but yeah, Joe West is launching a podcast. I was going to say, what's he selling? I, he's launching a podcast, and he's. He's a big music guy. He's a big country music guy. Okay. He's got friends in the Oak Ridge Boys in Alabama. Right. Emmy Lou Harris, one of the legendary harmony singers of all time, is a friend of his. There's there's more. Apparently, Johnny Bench is going to be on his podcast, along with his best friend, Larry Gatlin, of country music fame. So, like, wow. A- anyway, Joe West on the score on Parkinson Spiegel, Wednesday at 3. Well, actually, don't mess with Joe West. That's right. Now we could ask him about the that, – that just leaves Angel Hernandez, right, as the most hated umpire in <laughs> wow. baseball? Oh God, that is the mantle. What a week you guys are going to have yeah. on this show. <laughs> That's right. We're going to replay the Joe West interview every but, day. But the week starts right now, Gabe, yes. with you and me. 
Come on, man. We're going to have some fun. So, oh, Gabe. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, it, <laughs> that's amazing. Just know that at least your ratings went up with women 18 to 34. That's right. That's <laughs> we right. Did it. For today, at least. We yeah. did it. Yeah. Oh, that's hot. That's hot right there. Mark Grody, see you tomorrow, man. Thank you. Later, guys. All right. So, uh, yes, Joe West is on Wednesday. But today, today, Steve Stone at 4 o'clock on All Things White Sox. Gabe's partner, Corey Wooten. From uh, Fox TV, we'll talk some bears with us in the wake of the voluntary minicamp and the draft upcoming. And um, at 3 o'clock, my rational thought provider is going to be on. He's going to take a little break. going to take a little break from parenting and come on his own show. So we'll talk to Danny Parkins a little bit later on. It's Spiegs and Gabe Ramirez here with you on Barkins and Spiegel. Tanny's Open kicks us off in a matter of moments on the score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.